Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. It's your boy, AWOL, Amir, the Sultan, Jon Snow, all in one, live and direct for another episode. How you all doing? Hope it was a wonderful weekend. Glad to uh, get in contact with my people, man. I hope uh, this week is your best week of the year. You make more money than ever before. And uh, everything that you've been praying for and wishing for comes to fruition. So, uh, you know, pat yourself on the back today. Give yourself a kiss on the cheek. Uh, Salute yourself and make sure this is an outstanding week. So, what's going on with me? Everything is good. I was at the Lemur Park uh, book fair this week. Got a few books off. Uh, It's always fun, always a humbling experience to, uh, you know, have someone say, yo, I want to, you know, pay to read your work. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just always humbled, man, always humbled by that. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, shout out to all of those who have bought one appreciate you if you haven't yet it's not too late and there's more ways for you to indulge in it now than ever before ebook paper book uh what else i'm thinking about audio book boom so yeah you can go right onto my site myhistoricallyblackpurpose.com and yeah do what you gotta do so uh yeah and spread the word please so let's get into it my man the goat the legend is back mr i'm rich bitch himself dave Chappelle has a new stand-up that i can't wait it's called uh, sticks and stones obviously you guys probably remember that old phrase from back in the day uh sticks and stones can break my bones but words that never hurt me so i think that's kind of the theme he was going for with this one so i'm really excited to uh watch that tonight probably have a review for y'all next week um looking forward to that and um yeah man it's always just good to get some dave Chappelle. i feel like he's one of the last i mean i feel like com comedies Comedians are some of the last people that could be honest on this planet, man. Where uh, a lot of people are trying to keep it ex- extremely uh, PC. Um, comedians are some of the last ones like that can tell it how it is for what it is and really not feel no type of way about it. So I'm excited to hear it because Dave Chappelle is one of those voices that can't be silenced. He's going to say what he's going to say. He's not going to be apologetic about it And you know That's going to be it So I'm very much looking forward to this one uh, Me and my mom Been cracking up watching him together Since I was in high school So uh, she had called me today And told me she was going to be watching So I'm looking forward to that So shout out to Dave Chappelle uh, To keep it in a fun and interesting Moment uh, Eddie Murphy is hosting Saturday Night Live, December 21st. They're putting it out there early. December 21st, Eddie Murphy, the one who brought us Raw and Delirious, is coming forward uh, to host Saturday Night 
live so mark your calendars as you know he's getting ready to do a netflix special as well so uh very much so looking forward to hearing from our guy eddie murphy i'm sure he has a lot to say about his uh ex-wife breaking up happy homes and all of that good stuff so uh yeah it's gonna be very 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 interesting so shout out to the man uh the myth and the legend eddie murphy now mm. this is real y'all i got a problem it's an honest problem The world has shrunk the weak. The week has been shrunk from seven days to six days. You're probably like, what? Like, like what? It's still a seven-day week. Fuck is you talking about? Um, you're right. Literally, there are still seven days. But almost literally for me there are not and um that's because of sunday tv sunday television y'all now i don't know like i mean you guys want content so much that it's getting to the point where literally it's great shit to watch every day but what they doing on sunday right now just ain't fair Let me walk you through something. Sunday. This is what I had to deal with. And we haven't even this is the this has this isn't even including football yet. Football ain't even in the picture. But this is what Sunday consists of. You got ballers that just started. You got succession just started a few weeks ago. You got righteous gemstones. That just started. And you got power. All coming on. On Sunday. That's a good three and a half hours of your life. That I can guarantee all of you will enjoy. Let me let me just walk you through this real quick. I'm not going to stand it too long. I'm just saying. I'm really saying this to say it's a lot of good shit on TV. And even if you're not watching it now. Uh, when you do get some time, pull this shit up. Ballers, obviously, if you know me, you've been listening to this. I'm a huge fan of The Rock. Clearly, obviously, been a fan of his for a long time since wrestling and then movies. And then he's just one of those dudes where it's like, yo, everybody fucks with The Rock. Like, it's just, it's just what it is. Everybody fucks with The Rock. So, but to have him on this show, man, with Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, and we got, and he plays my man, Ricky Jarrett. It's a character, if you, if you, like, especially if you on some entrepreneur kick, or you doing your thing, like, it, some part of you resonates with some character on that show. Like, it's just very well written, it's funny, and it's extremely relatable extremely relatable and even if you're not on some super entrepreneur kick like I'm sure you know one and you can relate him or her to somebody on this show like it's hella funny hella funny so um but that's that this is the final season of Ballers man the the show started off super great 
yesterday excited about that one succession let me tell you about my white people tv now succession is one of those shows cold hard white man capitalism is the root of this show and i love it i love it as you gotta know if you if you a business owner you getting into business you gotta know how this shit works like you know because it's gonna affect you one way or another on the front end the back end some way in between like it comes into play so this show man is just so extremely super duper well written and i'm gonna come back to a part of, i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a spoiler with this one but that shit is amazing again entrepreneur kick watch succession on hbo honorable show i don't know about honorable but it's dope motherfucking ballers is honorable succession is some cold-hearted shit but boom that's that the next one righteous gemstones y'all might not have heard about this one so on hbo comedy it's about white southern super churches and this is the funniest shit I mean I'm only It's only two episodes in The funniest shit I watched in a minute Like I'm talking about This shit is hilarious This shit is hilarious So Righteous Gemstones My G Is Incredibly Super funny Check that out Power obviously uh, A few issues with that Show this past week The episode was great Nothing wrong with the episode Even though I'm hearing A lot of people Shitting on Tommy and Lala's Acting all of a sudden Like I feel like I don't know Like Have, have I just been too interested In the show I never really paid it no mind But I feel like that's good acting Because I ain't really Never noticed it But everybody was on their head After last night So I don't know If it's just because Of how their characters Is moving now And everybody a little bit mad Everybody's like, yo, Tommy and Lala can't fucking act. They don't even know the white boy real name. They just call him fucking Tommy. That's crazy. But anyway, now other thing I want to discuss is what? 50. 50. What's up with the theme song, bro? We love Trey songs. We love Trey songs. Trigger is phenomenal artist. But It's like when you got one of them classic TV songs Like Good Times or some shit like that Good Times Good Times You don't switch that shit up bro It's gonna be a fail Like we, we are used to it You came into the game with this show this, this record the way it originally sounds Is synonymous with the branding of your show I almost thought I was watching the wrong shit When that came on yesterday I was like this the bootleg copy of this This show or something What the fuck is going on So we love Trey But you gotta do a new song with Trey or something do his, Give him a song for the ending credits or something Whole new different song But that first one We want Joe back we want your original verses Alright And that's what we need To start power off The right way Please 50 Make that change for next week I know you could do it You call the shots You know You the man So let's do that But I am interested to see how this shit turns out uh, Ghost and Tommy Somebody gotta die It's just at that point I'm still wondering why Tariq ain't got his ass whooped. Um, 
And everybody's like, man, he grown now. He can't. Like, all right, ain't nobody too grown to get their ass whooped. This is not, we're not talking about him getting put over the knee in a belt, literally put to his ass, but he got a grown ass father uh, who been killing and extorting and doing everything else in this show the rest of his life. And it's hard for me to believe that this nigga is just going to accept his son cussing at him, calling him ghost. I, I mean, it's the only, and I know it's probably playing into the script. But he just got to get punched in the throat one time. It's just like, Tariq, you deserve that. And I feel like him even as a human being, I forgot the kid name who actually pays him. But I'm like, yo, I'm sure he even he feels like at this point, like, yo, man, uh, it's time for me to get my ass whooped. Like, this shit is too much. I'm like, bro, what type of black household is this? And ain't no son cussing at his mama and his daddy and just living to see another day. I'm sorry. So, Sunday TV is killing me, man. Uh, granted, I'm getting my work done, but I'm doing all this shit with the TV on. But it's amazing, man. Amazing. Amazing work they're doing. Um, so, Backtrack Succession, the cold-hearted show. So, this is going to kind of segue into our next topic, but the premise Rich super billionaire dude Buying up all types of shit That's been in his family for a long time He's trying to figure out who in his family Is going to take over The company because he's been sick And don't want to give it up though So anyway This is This is the story of How they go along that process So this last episode There's a retreat There's a retreat and, um, you know, he takes some of the executive board members uh, to this retreat. And uh, he thinks someone is against him. Like, they're ratting on him. They're snitching on him uh, to try and make one of his deals fall through. So there is a literal scene where this super billionaire, super billionaire, starts calling people out at the table. Go stand next to the fireplace. Starts asking them questions, grilling them, grilling them. Don't like their response. Tells them sit on the floor, Indian style. They do it. Mind you, this is their boss, this super billionaire. This is him they talking to. They don't want to do this shit. They feeling more and more humiliated. So now he starts calling them, or calling it, this is the name of the game. It's called boar on the floor, like a boar pig. Pig on the floor, boar on the floor. Still not getting the answers he wants. He gets three sausage links, two sausage links, three people on the floor. And he says, I want you three to go around in a circle and start oinking like a pig. They go, all of that shit. He's like, no, man, I don't want to. He said, fucking do it. They fucking do it. They start going in a circle on all fours, oinking like a pig. He says, whoever doesn't get or eat this sausage... It's two sausages. It's three of y'all. Somebody is getting fired. Whoever doesn't take this or catch one of these sausages on the floor and eat it, he throws them on the floor. These grown-ass men on the floor, winking like a pig, trying to get this sausage, fighting over it, being degraded, humiliated in front of their colleagues, to eat a sausage link off the floor 
And I got to thinking. In a lot of ways, if you don't control your pockets, control your life, and life, I just mean like the way you want to live, having control over what you do, how you want to move, how you get your money, basically, really, um, then you are susceptible to being someone's bore on the floor if you don't have the confidence in yourself and of yourself to be able to go out here and get it on your own. So, of course, I'm not talking about, I think the the sausage he was throwing was symbolic. And I think, like, it's a great written show. It's called Succession. Make sure you check it out. Because I think that sausage was symbolic of money and having the keys to be a part of this big billionaire's club and these people get to fight over his scraps because he says so to see who wants or who is allowed to be in his club where he is going to fund you and be your boss basically so it was deep man It 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 was very deep So I say that to say, take control of your life, man. Like, really take control of your life. Don't be a sucker for a dollar, a quarter, a hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, a billion dollars, a trillion dollars. Don't be a sucker, man. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's several ways to make money, you feel me? And it's a lot of them that don't require you being humiliated. And getting your manhood or your womanhood Broke the fuck down You know what I mean So I really got to thinking about that Because I feel like in some ways And this is going to segue Over in a second To how we hang on to like celebrities And we won't even be getting paid Like we literally hang on to their every word Their every move Because they made a fucking album We like they're one of our favorite actors They did a fucking movie we like Or daytime television They get me through my day And I'm not saying it's her But you know Oprah helps me get through my day So what she says must be true Or He was the first black president So you know now he can get away With whatever he wants You know whatever it may be You know we got different reasons For looking up to different people But I want us to get to a point to where Same way we separate things like music And you know Life and art and all that kind of stuff We talk about it all the time But we gotta really be able to separate Our fandom From reality You know what I'm saying like just cause I fuck with him on a certain level with this Don't mean he all the time always right on the other side of this Now why am I saying this? I'm bringing this up because of the, the, the Jay-Z stuff that came out the uh, last few days And uh, I'm not going to take long for this because I know I talked about it last week But uh, last 
or in the last few days, it came out that, oh, there's another clip where Jay-Z says, like, oh, well, what have you, you guys done? I know who I've let out of prison, yada, 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 yada. And everybody's like, yeah, nigga, this is, this is why we, we got to listen. And it's all right. You know, he did what he did, da 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 And this then it felt like, man, listen, let me tell you something. There's morals, principles, and values to everything, bro. And to me, to me, like I said before, if you're getting involved with the NFL on this, the least you do is talk to the players, bro. You talk to the players. This isn't a situation where you don't know nobody. Like, you talk to the players. Snake shit. The one who... um, the one who, oh, I'm thinking about Kaepernick. Yeah, Kaepernick. Same thing. Dude was in on it first. He ain't talked to him about it. Boom, boom. It's crazy. It's wild shit, right? So, um, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's fucked up when you can't, like, differentiate them two. And this is not, again, this is not me saying, yo, He's not going to be able to do nothing good. I hope he does do something extremely great with it and we all wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the ones who are saying we're wrong is all wrong about it. But no, nah, like, we got a right to feel a certain type of way about this shit. And that's all right. You know what I'm saying? And now it's up to him to prove himself with the, with the power that he has now. And that's cool. Like, we all get to wait and see. You know, because nobody wants to see Jay feel. We want to see him do good. You know? And uh, it's just about what that's going to look like. You know? In regards to what he said he got on and signed on for, like, how is that going to happen? You know, so that's what it has to be gauged on. You know what I'm saying? But going into this where it's just like, yeah, like, no, nobody, like, no, like, we still got the right to feel the way we feel about it because nobody said Jay-Z ain't never did nothing good in his life. Absolutely not what we're saying. Jay-Z's done some great stuff, but this is a separate situation, Right. So we got the right to hold out and see what's going on with it. You feel me? So yeah, don't hold on to these people, man, with 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 money and assets and resources. And I pray that when all of you get money, you preach to them to not do that as well. You know, for the people who are working for you or with you, to let them be able to be free thinkers and think themselves and open up that platform for people to have an open line of communication. Because if not, like, what is we doing for real? You know what I'm saying? If we're not questioning nothing, you know, it just is what it is because such and such can do this or do that. You know what I'm saying? So just something to think about, homies and homets. All right. Now, uh, once again, make sure you log on to Imani Shani's YouTube channel. That's youtube.com and then search her up i-m-a-n-i s-h-a-n-i imani shani on youtube so you can check out all of her stuff boom beautiful uh and then make sure you also go get that book baby go get my book my historically black purpose ladies and gentlemen, alright? My historically black purpose now available everywhere where you purchase books from. 
and uh, audiobooks as well. So definitely go check that out. You heard me. You're on the dig. And um, yeah, I think that's 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 it for now. That's it for now. All right. And um, we're going to hop into my favorite segment of the day, which is what? Y'all already know what time it is. Kicked out the cue, baby. Kicked out the cue. What it do, baby? All right. So, you know, a lot of shit is going on in the world. A lot of weird shit. You know what I'm saying? And this one, this one is for you, ladies. This one is, this one is really for you, ladies. All right. Really for you. So I love y'all. Y'all got to be able to call each other out on your shit. You feel me? So, you know. I feel like this is a certain type of woman who does this. All right. But. Where do we begin? All right. So there is a woman. There's a woman. Let me see if I can find her name. Can I find her name? Shan Boudrum. Pretty looking, pretty looking black young lady. From looking at a picture initially, you'd be like, man, she's, you know, she's gorgeous. Um, you know, man, beautiful eyes, nice hair, all of this, all of this dope shit, right? Cool. And then I want you to imagine going up to the club, you see her. Across the room Everything is slowing down It's in slow motion baby Keith Sweat is coming on You feel me I'm setting the mood for y'all Keith Sweat is on And he's playing You just hear Make it last forever And ever Doom 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 You slow walking across the room Fellas Ladies You the lady Fellas this is you walking across the room Cool Everything is in slow motion Make it last forever You finally get to her She's in front of you She's beautiful You reach your hand out Shake her hand Boom My name is such and such She introduces herself Everything is going smooth Right You crack a joke She laughs Right You say yo Let me get you a drink You get her a drink Boom Y'all still talking Chopping it up she says, I'm really enjoying time with you. You so funny. Give me a hug. You go in, give her a hug. And as you hug her, the nose hairs in your nostrils start to rise just a little bit. Just a little bit. They start to rise. Nostrils start to pucker a little bit. Going in and out What is this What is this aroma <laughs> You sniff a little bit more It smells familiar But You're not quite sure What it is It smells familiar But you don't quite know <laughs> No it's not Chanel <laughs> It's not Donatella I don't know what this is What is What does this smell and then it dawns on you. Bing. Does this... Does this bitch smell like vagina? 
Yes, she does. So, Miss Shan Boudreaux is the woman who has decided that her perfume scent is going to be her vaginal juices. You can't make this up, fellas. I promise you. Shannon, Shan, I'm sorry, Shan Boudreaux uses her vagina juices as her perfume. She says before she goes to the club, she takes two fingers and search them into her vaginal tract plays around up in there until it gets nice and moist brings it on out dripping she said you gotta apply some to your neck to your wrist and to your collarbone she says and a straight man is gonna love your aroma and He's waiting for you ladies to hop on this train. Now, I've heard a lot of false messiahs in my life. God damn it. But none with the audacity to tell me that her vagina juices are the best kind of cologne. Oh, I'm sorry, perfume. And all women should get on board with using their vagina juices as the best type of perfume. It's a time and a place for everything. It's a time when a man will absolutely love to smell your vagina juices. In the club, we don't want no vagina neck. Going to meet our mama, don't want no vagina neck. Don't want you smelling like vagina around my mama. No. We want you something nice, get you a little oil, get you what you got to do. But the last thing we want you to do is coming around smelling like your old juices. And the audacity of you. You know, do you know how disgusted all of you would be if men just started doing that? Men just started doing that. We just gonna ejaculate. Just rub it on our necks. Just fucking gross. You'd be like, that's fucking trifling. It's disgusting. Right? That's what you would say. Easy. So don't come at us with this, man. I don't know what it is. What, what... What's going on with that But It needs to be nipped in the butt And I'm not saying There's a lot of people doing it But Shan Boudram Is definitely kicked out the queue For this week Because My God My God What did we do to deserve it What did we do to deserve Offering your trifling ass Something to drink And we gotta come in for a hug And it smell like your old drawers Shamboodrum She kicked out the queue I'm hurt She is a beautiful woman too but that, that should tell you That It's a lot of strange people walking around here And you gotta You just gotta know You just gotta know Alright So I was today years old When I found out that Apparently Paul Mooney And Richard Pryor And this goes back to the It's kind of with the rich thing I guess Nah not really I mean I don't know But Anyway so Richard Pryor apparently molested uh, Not Richard Pryor Paul Mooney molested Richard Pryor's son And uh, uh, this had led to Richard Pryor putting a million dollar hit out On Paul Mooney at one point I guess he retracted it Whatever whatever 
And um, I don't really got much to say about that as much as I just like that. This industry is just very strange, very strange and weird. And I don't know what it is exactly that goes on in it that drives people to these points. But um, I start to see more and more why certain people, the Dave Chappelle's, the Idris Elba's and whatnot, uh, even the Denzel's, like they distance themselves from the super Hollywood entertainment bright light side of it because it's something sucking people in and environments I think and atmospheres are being created where this weird strange behavior is all being pushed or uh, promoted uh, behind closed doors and honestly some of it is happening uh, you know in mass media like some of it is like weird behavior I just call it that it's strange behavior you know and um, the more and more I start hearing about these stories the more and more I just kind of start to realize how much and how crazy it really is in this whole thing and um, you know just watch yourself whoever's listening who is getting into fashion or music uh, art film TV radio whatever it is just watch it cause it's just I was shocked when I heard this shit about Paul like really Paul Mooney's out here fucking boys like what the fuck like that's 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 extremely disappointing um uh, you know and his mans like that's I like it would have been better if it was somebody else but I was like man that's extremely unfortunate man that's 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 wild. That's crazy. So anyway, just watch yourselves, man. I love all of y'all. I don't want to hear anything popping up twenty years from now that y'all was doing some strange off the wall shit. So just remove yourself from that, man. Make sure you stick with some of your original friends and family, because your friends and your family. I'm talking about original friends and original family is always gonna tell you who the fuck you is and if you fucking up. So you always got to keep them around. Don't never get too big for that. Like even to this day, before I go into anything, like I call my mom and my dad to get their perspective and see what's going on. Cause I value people who can keep it real with me. You know what I'm saying? At all times. So just something to think about. This is interesting, and um, I wanted to talk about this real quick. This is basically the end of the show, though. But Andrew Luck retires uh, at 29 um, from the National Football League. He was a quarterback, had plenty of injuries, and, um, you know, he decided it was physically and mentally just too taxing at this point at 29. And he is, uh, you know, hanging it up, hanging up the cleats. Now, he's had everything from lacerated lungs, uh, lacerated kidneys, uh, punctured lung, fucking uh, rib cartilage torn, shoulder surgeries, like all of this wild shit, right? 
And um, at the end of the day, I think all athletes are coming and starting to know that this shit ain't forever. And this shit is not a foolproof plan, regardless of what position you play. Because before you used to be like, oh, man, it's a quarterback. You can't play until you're like 40 or 35. Some, you know, wild shit like that. Anyway, and that's what it is. But um, I think with everything happening with the brain injuries and people just seeing how much like the NFL really doesn't care about you or you know all of these leagues really you know in some way shape or fashion it's not all in the same way but uh, that they don't care about you in terms of your health especially after you leave um, their organization um, it's going to be a lot more athletes retiring early and I think really stacking their funds uh, I had read something. Who was I reading about? Was it? Was it Dwight Howard? Was it Andrew Luck? Anyway, Andrew Luck's made almost like $100 million or something like that. So, uh, But Andrew Luck comes from money as well. He got an a architecture degree from Stanford. He's going to be just fine. Uh, but I'm really speaking to the black athletes, too, because I feel like, you know, some of us, we just talk to, yo, man, first check, we finna go get mama that motherfucking Rolls Royce, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not one to tell nobody how to spend their money. If you want to go get your mama a Rolls Royce and that's what she been waiting on, you want a Rolls Royce, absolutely, by all means, go do it. Uh, I think now we're just starting to, it's starting to become abundantly clear that, um... There are consequences for playing a lot of these sports for too long. And with anything, you'd rather get out too early than get out too late. And that's pretty much universal around all boards. Like you usually want to get out early, earlier than later, right? So I think. A lot of these athletes, man, are really, 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 really getting into a point where, especially in football, one big contract. That's all they want to make it to. One big contract, and um, and they're gonna be out. I think the new the new football player is retiring between like 28 and 30 years old. Like for the most part, now, if you're just one of those superhumans that the body just holds up super well, you was just born with that, with that kunta strength, the kunta kente strength. Like then you know, God bless you, then you're good. But I think really with a lot of these nagging injuries, brain stuff, like a lot of these athletes are about to start getting out of it extremely earlier. So uh, just something to keep in mind and for you to even be thinking about, you know, as you are getting your money, uh, you know, what's your exit strategy for your career field that you're in, you know, and are you thinking about it? I know you're 20, maybe creeping into 30, but what's the end game? What's the end goal? You know, is the 401k really going to be able to cover everything that you want to do? Do you really want to retire at 60, 70 years old? Um, and if not, you know, how you going to get out of there earlier? So I think that's just some of the stuff we got to start thinking about, man. How what's the end game and how can we set it up a lot earlier, you know, so we can be doing what we want, doing what we want. And that's my spiel for the day. Um, super glad to be talking to y'all. 
Love doing live at the family barbecue, man. Glad it's back consistent. Uh, can't wait till I get my co-host back, but I'm going to hold the fort down until she gets here. Uh, Imani, we're waiting for you for your return, the prodigal daughter. And, um, you know, we definitely have a lot more interviews, especially when she comes back. Um, so just hold on with us. Appreciate y'all listening, tapping in, and keep it going. Share this shit with a friend. And, um, yeah, have a great and blessed week. I love y'all. Akuna Matata, niggas. Peace.